My name is Harper Beck, and this is my podcast talking about Proposition 113. There's been a lot of controversy about whether we should have a popular vote or, you know, stay with the Electoral College, but the Electoral College was made when we founded this nation. So it some people just think it doesn't make sense anymore that we should move to a popular vote because, you know, either big states are, you know, their voting is being suppressed or your votes don't actually matter because it's going to. I'm here to talk about why I don't think that's actually true. I think that the electronic electoral college system is a imperfect system for imperfect people. So I'd say the first one uh, we have to talk about is that under the electoral college system, uh, it is still possible for, you know, a presidential candidate to lose the nationwide popular vote, but still be the president of the United States like Donald Trump, which I think is why uh, this whole topic really kind of sparked a movement recently. And, that is a problem, and I think the number one questions for a lot of people to ask is, is like, did the founding fathers, you know, the people who made the Constitution, they, did they just not realize that the Electoral College effectively took the power uh, to select the American presidents out of the hands of the American people, and I guess it gave it to the states and not the people, and I'd say, I think that was the whole goal, is to give it to the states and not the people, because when you look at population-wise... If you just uh, vote because of population, as a president, or if you're running for president, you can go in there and you can go and look at the population. You can look at California, New York, Texas, Florida. You can look at these big states, these cities which have millions of people in it. Denver, you know, Chicago, Illinois, all of these places and if you just target them you'll win the election where the electoral college makes it more of a popular presence so yes by giving uh wyoming three electoral votes technically it's giving it more than the population it has but it also gives it a say then all these middle countries where the country lives where they you know make our food manufacture all those stuff they matter, and they need a say. And if we just do it off population, we will be suppressing their votes, not giving people uh, the right to vote, but we'll be suppressing their vote because of it. And because we can't. Uh, one of them, one of the elect uh, founding fathers, uh, said a popular election in this case is the radical vicious, the uh, ignorance of people would put it in the power of some one set of men dispersed to the, through the union and acting in concert to delude them in any appointment. And that was by uh, Elbridge Jerry, and he said that in 1787. Or there's lots of other ones where uh, George Mason said the extent of country uh, renders it impossible that the people can have the requisite capacity to judge of the representative uh, pretensions of the candidates. And I'd say that's very true. It's when you give it to popular vote, if you have a good speaker, if you have someone, that people are going to vote for them and not knowing it. Where I'd say the electors are more um, knowledgeable about it. And when people said uh, they were sincere electing electors, we can talk about this for a second, and not actual people, and not, their vote's not actually going to the president or whatever, 
Uh, the electors hardly ever go off. If they're a Democrat, they usually vote Democrat. If they're a Republican, they usually vote Republican. I, it doesn't actually do it. So when you do that, it like I said, it gives uh, with the electoral college, it gives the small states an equal voice. Uh, it helps the rural states with low populations, and it just gives them an equal voice. I'd um, so that's nice, and it's also like I said, uh, it creates a popular president. I say because instead of ha- targeting just the big cities, just the places with a ton of population, you have to target the whole country. You cannot ignore the big places, but you also can't ignore all the small places. You have to go to the small states. You have to campaign there. You have to get them. You have to realize what they want and put it in. You can't ignore just the sm- small states. You can't ignore the big states either. So it just makes it more of a popular president, even if they lose the popular vote. Because I think the biggest thing people don't realize is that there is a difference between country life and city life. And I'd say the last one is people say it's not a democracy. And I'd say that's probably true. In our modern sense of democracy, it is not. And I'd say that because uh, the way I would define it is pure direct uh, democracy is all decisions are made directly by a majority vote of ineligible citizens by their vote alone. Citizens can enact laws and select and remove their leaders. The power of the people to control the government is unlimited. And then representative democracies, the citizens rule through representatives whom they elect periodically to keep them accountable. The power of the people to control the government is thus limited by the actions of their elected representatives. So I'd say it is still a democracy. By definition, it's just not a direct democracy. So, which is why the United States is a representative democracy in it operated under a Republican form of government, as provided in Article 4, and then you look in Section 4 of the Constitution, it says, The United States shall guarantee to every state in the Union a Republican form of government. And, but... Before we go on, that this that shouldn't be confused with a Republican political party. It's just a merely it's which is merely named after the form of government. It's not the same thing. So I'd say the next part is to make that a little more. What is a republic? And so after we talked about, you know, what is a, it's not that the United States is created as after a republic and not a pure democracy. And we talked about what a pure democracy is. So a republic is a state in which supreme power is held by the people and their elected representatives in which has an elected or nominated president rather than a monarch. So it, it still gives power to the people, just not in the same way d- direct democracy does. So when we talk about what the founding fathers knew and what they did and, and why they made it republic and all this, I'd say that 
the founding fathers knew that the nation was going to grow and that the public's desire to take uh, would probably decrease and that, you know, uh, the population would increase. That They knew that and all this. And I'd say they wanted uh, that the desire that no single entity, uh, that it's the people or the agent of the government, uh, be given unlimited power. They wanted to separate the power and that's that was why they made the electoral college is because it didn't give the people all the say and it didn't give the government all the say it kept the powers separated between them and this i uh, took away some of the danger about it and which is why i think the electoral college is still needed to have and that a popular vote is not understanding that a direct democracy is not the best time, uh, is not giving people uh, their votes matter. It is, I'd say, it's suppressing people's votes even more than the Electoral College could ever. My name's Harper Beck. Hope this was all right. It's my rough draft. Clean it up in a little bit. Talk to you guys later.